Hello everyone. Today we would begin with chapter 6. Dhyan Yoga. In this chapter, the Lord explains that the process of the eightfold yoga is a means to control the mind and the senses. However, this is very difficult for people in general to perform, especially in the age of kali although the eightfold yoga is recommended in this chapter the lord emphasizes that the process of karma yoga or acting in krishna consciousness is better everyone acts in this world to maintain his family but no one is working without some self interest some personal gratification be it concentrated or extended the criterion of perfection is to act in krishna consciousness and not with a view to enjoying the fruits of work to act in krishna consciousness is the duty of every living entity because we all are parts and parcels of the supreme the parts of the body work for the satisfaction of the whole body the limbs of the body do not act for self satisfaction but for the satisfaction of the complete whole similarly the living entity who acts for the satisfaction of the supreme whole and not for personal satisfaction is the perfect yogi the living entity has no separate independent identity he is the marginal energy of the supreme when he is entrapped by material energy he is conditioned and when he is krishna conscious or aware of the spiritual energy then he is in his real and natural state of life the process of linking oneself with the supreme is called yoga it may be compared to a ladder for attaining the top most spiritual realization this ladder begins from the lowest material condition of the living entity and rises up to the perfect self realization in pure spiritual life in text 5 lord krishna said one must deliver himself with the help of his mind and not degrade himself the mind is the friend of the conditioned soul and his enemy as well since the mind is the central point of yoga practice atma refers here to the mind The purpose of the yoga system 
is to control the mind and draw it away from attachment to sense objects it is stressed herein that the mind must be so trained that it can deliver the conditioned soul from the mire of nescience in material existence one is subjected to the influence of the mind and the senses in fact the pure soul is entangled in the material world because the mind is involved with the false ego which desires to lord it over material nature therefore the mind should be trained so that it will not be attracted by the glitter of material nature and in this way the conditioned soul may be saved one should not degrade oneself by attraction to sense objects the more one is attracted by sense objects the more one becomes entangled in material existence for man mind is the cause of bondage and mind is the cause of liberation mind absorbed in sense objects is the cause of bondage and mind detached from the sense objects is the cause of the liberation therefore the mind which is always engaged in krishna consciousness is the cause of the supreme liberation for him who has conquered the mind the mind is the best of friends but for one who has failed to do so his mind will remain the greatest enemy sacred place refers to the place of pilgrimage in india the yogis the transcendentalist or the devotees all leave home and reside in sacred place such as mathura vrindavan rishikesha and haridwar and in solitude practice yoga where the sacred rivers like the yamuna and ganga flow but often this is not possible especially in this age the so called yoga societies in big cities may be successful in earning material benefits but they are not at all suitable for the actual practice of yoga one who is not self controlled and whose mind is not undisturbed cannot practice meditation therefore in the bran nardia purana it is said that in kaliyug the present age when people in general are short lived slow in spiritual realization and always disturbed by various anxieties the best means of spiritual realization is chanting the holy name of the lord 
in this age of quarrel and hypocrisy the only means of deliverance is chanting the holy name of the lord there is no other way one can execute the process of bhakti yoga successfully with full hearted enthusiasm perseverance and determination by following the prescribed duties in the association of devotees and by engaging completely in activities of goodness as for determination one should follow the example of the sparrow who lost her eggs in the waves of the ocean a sparrow laid her eggs on the shore of the ocean but the big ocean carried away the eggs on its waves the sparrow became very upset and asked the ocean to return her eggs the ocean did not even consider her appeal so the sparrow decided to dry up the ocean she began to pick out the water in her small beak and everyone laughed at her for her impossible determination the news of her activity spread and at last garuda the gigantic bird carrier of lord vishnu heard it he became compassionate toward his small sister bird and so he came to see the sparrow garuda was very pleased by the determination of the small sparrow and he promised to help thus garuda at once asked the ocean to return her eggs or else he himself will take up the work of the sparrow the ocean was frightened at this and returned the eggs thus the sparrow became happy by the grace of garuda similarly the practice of yoga especially bhakti yoga in krishna consciousness may appear to be difficult job but if anyone follows the principles with great determination the lord will surely help as it is said for god helps those who help themselves a krishna yogi is the perfect seer because he sees krishna the supreme situated in everyone's heart as super soul the lord in his parmatma feature is situated within both the heart of the dog and that of a brahmana the perfect yogi knows that the lord is eternally transcendental and is not mentally affected by his presence in either a dog or a brahmana that is the supreme neutrality of the lord a krishna conscious person can see krishna in the heart of both the believer and the non believer the lord being the source of all the beings is like the mother and the maintainer 
as the mother is neutral to all different kinds of children the supreme is also consequently the super soul is always in every living being the yogi sees equally because he sees that all living entities although in different situations according to the results of fruitive work in all circumstances remain the servants of god while in the material energy the living entity serves the material senses and while in the spiritual energy he serves the supreme lord directly in either case the living entity is the servant of god this vision of equality is perfect in a person in krishna consciousness in text 33 arjuna said oh madhav the system of yoga which you have summarized appears impractical and unendurable to me for the mind is restless and unsteady it is not possible for an ordinary man to leave home and go to a secluded place in the mountains or jungles to practice yoga in this age of kali the present age is characterized by a bitter struggle for a life of short duration people are not serious about self realization even by simple practical means and what to speak of this difficult yoga system which regulates the mode of living the manner of sitting selection of place and detachment of the mind from material engagement as a practical man arjuna thought it was impossible to follow this system of yoga even though he was favorably endowed in many ways it is even more difficult to capture the turbulent mind the easiest way to control the mind as suggested by lord chaitanya is chanting hari krishna the great mantra for deliverance in all humanity the difficulty of controlling the mind as expressed by arjuna is accepted by the lord but at the same time he suggest that by practice and detachment it is possible what is that practice in the present age no one can observe the strict rules and regulations of placing oneself in a sacred place focusing the mind on the super soul restraining the senses and mind observing celibacy 
remaining alone etc by the practice of krishna consciousness however one engages in nine types of devotional services to the lord the first and foremost of such devotional engagements is hearing about krishna this is a very powerful transcendental method for purging the mind of all misgivings the more one hears about krishna the more one becomes enlightened and detached from everyone everything that draws the mind away from krishna by detaching the mind from the activities not devoted to the lord one can very easily learn vairagya vairagya means detachment from matter and engagement of the mind in the spirit impersonal spiritual detachment is more difficult than attaching the mind to the activities of krishna this is practical because by hearing about krishna one becomes automatically attached to the supreme spirit this attachment is called spiritual satisfaction it is just the feeling of satisfaction a hungry man has for every morsel he food he eats the more one eats while hungry the more one feels satisfaction and strength similarly by discharge of devotional service one feels transcendental satisfaction as the mind becomes detached from material objectives it is something like curing a disease by expert treatment and appropriate diet hearing of the transcendental activities of lord krishna is therefore expert treatment for the mad mind and eating the food stuff offered to krishna is the appropriate diet for the suffering patient this treatment is the process of krishna consciousness a krishna conscious person easily achieves the result of yoga practice without separate endeavor but a yoga practitioner cannot achieve success without becoming krishna conscious after many many births of executing pious activities when one is completely freed from all contaminations and from all illusory dualities one becomes engaged in the transcendental loving service of the lord yoga actually means bhakti yoga all other yogas are progressions toward the destination of bhakti yoga 
from the beginning of karma yoga to the end of bhakti yoga is a long way to self realization karma yoga without fruitive results is the beginning of this path when karma yoga increases in knowledge the stage is called gyan yoga when gyan yoga increases in meditation on the super soul by different physical processes and the mind is on him it is called astanga yoga and when one surpasses the astanga yoga and comes to the point of the supreme personality of godhead krishna it is called bhakti yoga the culmination factually bhakti yoga is the ultimate yoga thus we end the 6th chapter of the bhagavad gita in the matter of dhyan yoga thank you